0: or other digital wallets, Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe ensure a smooth checkout experience every time. And it's not just me. Stripe helps businesses of all sizes, from local markets to global retailers, scale quickly and stay agile. To learn how Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe can help grow your revenue and reach, visit stripe.com tapiphone tap iPhone. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves.
2: UK Tech Weekly Podcast. Hello, hello, and welcome to the UK Tech Weekly Podcast. The UK's premier audio noise, bit of shed seven there. <laughs> uh, giving you a hot blast of tech every Friday. The UK Tech Weekly Podcast is an infotainment enema from the editors of PC Advisor, Tech Macworld Mac UK, and Computer World UK. You can find us on Acast, on Soundcloud, on iTunes and more. Every Friday we bring you no more than 40 minutes of informed tech chat on the hot tech topics of the past seven days. Do not forget to subscribe, review us and tell your friends. I'm Matt Egan, Editorial Director of IDG UK and today I'm delighted to be joined in conversation by... She's got class and sass and she never runs out of gas. She's Miriam Harass. (laughs)
3: <laughs> Hello! Harris,
2: uh, Staff writer of Digital Arts. Uh, he's swell, smart as hell, and he has a nice smell. It's Henry Brell, uh, Senior Staff Writer of PC Advisor. Hi there. And he likes organic baby rice, chip spice, and kissing mouldy field mice. It's David Price. Prick. No, Price. Price, right first time. Uh, the deputy editor of uh, Macworld UK. Today we're Morning. talking about <laughs> Apple's new house, Uber's vice, and a load of old phones. So uh, let's go. of that. Uh, Miriam Harris, (laughs) what's not so super about Uber?
3: Well, I'm sure most people do know, but a blog post from Susan Fowler has been going viral online. She posted it on Sunday about her time at Uber as a site reliability engineer. Um, and Uber has had to publicly respond since then because what she wrote was very scathing. Basically, she joined um, in November 2015, but her manager was sending her messages, online messages, essentially asking for sex because he was in an open relationship. So she took this to HR, but um, they said it was the man's first offense what? and he got a <laughs> warning uh, and that was all and she could either join another team or get a poor performance review from what? him. So those were her only choices. Uh, so she decided to join another team and learnt that other women engineers had reported the same manager before so it actually wasn't his first offense And so he eventually left the company, but it wasn't because of them and they weren't told why. Uh, She took further HR meetings and they continued to say that it was his first offence. She later requested a transfer to another engineering organisation with a perfect performance score, but she was blocked due to undocumented performance problems. And when she tried to ask a bit further about what that was, um, they said that performance problems aren't always to do with your work, but can be about your personal life. Oof. So she tried a second time and was denied because it made her manager look good. So basically, she's outlining all these um, fundamental flaws that she says um, happened to her because she was a woman in,
2: so in the company. In the interest of fairness, what's Uber said about this?
3: They have come out um, the very next day, actually. They're all gay. It can't
1: be true because we're gay.
2: <laughs> They announced the an defense. urgent
3: investigation into the claims by... Um, they appointed a new chief human resources officer. And the Uber boss, Travis... I don't know how to say his last name. David I'm Kalanick?
1: Cal- Cal- yes. Do you guys... I'm not, Kalanick. Sure. not Kalanick. sure. Kalanick.
3: Travis? Is that okay if we say that? Yeah, Kalanick. Um <laughs> so Let's call him Travis Kalanick. Yeah. <laughs> said that anyone who behaves like this would be fired. Um, he said that on Twitter. And... Um, then on Monday, he sent an email to employees saying the company was hurting and they were looking into it. And they have since appointed the former U.S. Attorney General, Eric Holder. Um, he served under Barack Obama and a few others like Ariana Huffington, who's on Uber's board, to look into the investigation. And he had a meeting with the company on Tuesday. I don't know what's happened further with that. In so terms that's, that's
2: t- not like an outright denial of any of these facts, I guess. no.
3: Um, it's not. He gave some stats, though, saying that out of engineers, product managers and data scientists at Uber, 15.1% were women. So compared to what he says, Facebook is 17%, Google 18% and Twitter 10%. It's not too um, different to the rest of those places. Yeah, I
2: mean, that would we'll get into this. But that would feel fairly standard in the industry, sadly, actually.
3: Yes, it definitely is. What That's, I found interesting, and I'm not sure if you guys heard about it, was was um, this morning I found out that there's a hashtag called Delete Uber going around. Um, and yep. people were just deleting. Yeah, did you see it? Deleting um, doesn't the that pre- app. That,
1: doesn't that
2: predate these revelations? Yeah, I think that just comes
0: up every time they do something shitty. <laughs> it's just a it's just whole
1: thing.
2: <laughs> but they've got terrible... Yeah. Uh, well, they have, there have been reported cases of them not having great sort of employee... Standards and relations.
3: Yeah, exactly. But with this, so if you deleted the app, it would pop up with a, like a note mentioning how they were deeply hurting after Susan's blog. So it also, was very particular. that's a thing that particular. has actually
2: been noticed. And, yeah, yeah.
3: Okay. so they were really, like, defensive. It was kind of strange. Um, also...
1: Isn't that really annoying? That their their reaction to it is not this is a travesty and we should mm. have dealt with it. It's poor us mm, being picked hurting. on by people mm. reporting things. I mean,
2: yeah. Well, because there are a couple. I mean, like, look, this is not mitigation at all. But it is true that tech in general has a problem with gender diversity. And there are all sorts of things that go into that to do with, you know, ed- STEM education and, mm-hmm. you know, environment, which I think we should talk about, and, and kind of the people's view from the outside of what happens in a tech company. But it's not exclusive to Uber. So, no. you know, they don't have to say that, but it's but that's known. And also Uber is a company that's gone from tiny to huge. And that that's when you get structural problems, like with things mm. like HR departments not really being up to speed. So... It, you know it's not excusable but you can imagine a situation in which a rogue person who's an asshole mm. gets to stay there for a bit but then the way the company reacts is critical because mm. the first time that's reported you've got to fire the guy yeah. mm. and then you know if it, even if it by some ridiculous scenario you get to this stage then as you say david the reaction has to be this is terrible we messed up what can we do not you know, we <laughs> employ more delete. women than Twitter.
0: Yeah. Well, they, yeah, why is that an argument? Is that we have more women to uh, yeah. to treat badly <laughs> than other yeah. companies?
3: Basically, they've been really shady with um, releasing their statistics in the past on um, ethnicity and gender and religion and things like that, whereas other people have been quite open releasing their government finding reports. So, yeah, and as you said before, Uber definitely has had um, not the greatest history um, in the limelight, but. I just would like to say it is definitely more than women in terms of tickets, ethnicity, and social yep. class. You mm. know, it's it's diversity is a huge issue, um, and also creative industries. You know, pol- politics, science, a lot more, which I've been looking at over in digital arts, um, creative industries. So, yeah, I guess it's just it's huge in these. So why do sectors. we think that is? Yeah, and. And who holds the power for change as well? Mm. Like, how how is change going to be brought about? You know, is it the senior leadership needing to really believe in diversity, or is it the employees um, agitating? Do we need to keep talking about it, setting targets? You know, like.
2: So how- I, I think about this quite a lot because if you, you know, if you look around our office, there are five people on the senior management team, and they are all white men. <laughs> um, yes. And you know, why is that? None of those people are inherently sexist is inherently sexist but then there are all sorts of factors that come into it i think one of which is is work culture definitely if you if you're and i think this has changed in our case but if you're expected to work extremely long hours for relatively low pay to start off with mm. that that is a, a a bar to people based on lifestyle gender um mm-hmm. their background i also think we get constantly get inbound um requests to be an intern in fact Miriam that's how we met you and that's great (laughs) but in order to be an intern you have to be able to work for free essentially Mm. and you know
3: and it's also the living cost of the city because yeah. often these places are yeah. in London, and it's just impossible London to London or San Francisco to do those yeah free internships. And when you can't afford to live there, and that that comes back to you know social class barriers. Well, how can you afford the software to learn these types of things? You know, getting Adobe on your computer. How are you going to afford that? And move to London. You
2: mm-hmm. know, it
3: cuts off a lot of people.
2: But then I think there is also an education thing, which is to do with if I think about my own education, like we kind of and I and I you know I'm from a perfectly stable background and my parents really supported me but we didn't really know it was okay to go to the big city as it was and <coughs> sort of find a career in something that that felt in and this was a long time ago so it wasn't really tech then but certainly the creative industries because mm. we didn't people didn't do that and you know that, that phrase you have to see it to be it, mm-hmm. it it's really important that that you want, you see people from your what you identify as your background and that can be ethnicity or gender or it can be class or it can be region succeeding in something you know it tends to take one and then lots of people follow yeah and i suppose the point i would make about that is that if you're serious about gender diversity as an organization you have to be serious about it and it's going to cost you some money mm. you're going to get benefit from it all diversity because it much, makes much more effective use of resources if you've got a mixture of cultures and mm. experiences but in it's probably going to cost you money in the first place because you have to actively seek to do it. I
3: think. Yeah, and I feel like we should be more open and specific about exactly what methods are out there to do that. You know, I feel like there's been a lot of talk this year about, oh, diversity, we definitely need more of that. <laughs> but exactly how do you do that? What does that mean? Like, I don't know, like blind hiring or unconscious bias training, things like this, putting women in I mean, I'm all for role. hiring
2: some blind people, but I mean... <laughs>
3: <laughs> But do you know it's what not I mean? Even funny, is it? <laughs> <laughs> David, you're a ginger. Uh,
2: what's, what's your take on this?
1: I've been sort of keeping quiet because um, uh, I'm somewhat ashamed of my own um, introduction to the world of media because I, I'm a classic example of the way class works in, in media. And I know we've we drifted away from tech towards media, but um, I was given my first job in media by... Um, by my tutor, effectively. Uh, I went to Oxford, and so it's it's classic foot in the door. A guy who was uh, in the same college as me three years before, he'd uh, he'd gone to London, he'd got a job uh, on a glossy magazine, and then he wasn't supposed to advertise openly for a new sub-editor, so he contacted his tutor and said, is there anybody promising or who is interested in journalism in your current class and she said obviously no but how about this guy instead uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> but that's how i got my first job and if i hadn't had that i well, don't know how yeah. easily i could have got into this industry because i'm not you know i'm there's, not the sort of person nothing that turns wrong with and, that it's just if
2: that meant i suppose the bit that's wrong with it is the door is closed to somebody well else.
1: exactly i mean we yeah we sit there and we wonder why everybody in in the office this was a Conden asked uh, why everybody was was white and middle class, and it was, it was little things like that. It was the opportunities are there, but you have to be in a particular situation mm-hmm. to take them. Mm-hmm. And I hope it's improving. I mean, this is. I feel like I feel like our
2: office it. is more diverse than it's ever been, I think so. and I think part of that is, and again, we're not a tech company, Well, we are a tech company to an extent. Part of that is to do with. I was actively seeking to do that. And part of it is I think society is changing a bit.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, but again, we're still, we're based in central London. So automatically mm-hmm. you have to have access to central London to even think about coming to work somewhere like this. Mm. How did that first job go for you, David?
1: Uh, you know perfectly well, I <laughs> had to leave under a cloud. <laughs> 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 uh, but my second job, which I earned off my own back, uh introduced me to the world of technology because our first job wasn't tech at all it was uh interior design Ooh. Uh, it was quite good but they didn't like me very much so um that <laughs> that ended badly <laughs> let's not talk about it ever <laughs> again. Uh, but yeah but that's the thing is i had those nine months yeah i i got kicked out but i had nine months of experience after that and yeah.
2: everything in, in it's a lot easier once and yeah. you know, you know the layout of everything you know what the jobs are called you know yeah, exactly. what skills are required. Um, yeah. and again you know, when I think back to my Dick Whittington getting <laughs> on a train and coming to London but I had done a bit of work in sort of region newspaper office and even when I was here I had sufficient resources behind me by selling my car but a car of my parents helped me to buy mm-hmm. that I could live for those couple of months I needed to get a job and get mm-hmm. better at interviews and get mm-hmm. a job and um, not everybody's in a position to do that or would even know like I say it was kind of an accident that I understood what the industry was like because I'd got this first job just kind of by a fluke sort of thing. One of the things I wanted to talk about a little bit was environment because, you know, we, we, we are all fans of um, a show like Silicon Valley or something like that, which just send this up a little bit. But the perception externally, and a lot of tech companies, including Uber, do nothing to uh, to disabuse us of this notion, is that is that a cool place to work is a place that has a pool table and a ping-pong table and a bar and all these things, which are attractive to a certain kind of person but my Miriam's nodding, so I'm gonna to go to Miriam next. But they might actually be a negative if you don't like those things. Would that be fair, do you think?
3: Yeah, or if you don't have the time, if you're a mum and you have to go yeah. straight yeah, home yeah, to yeah, your children yeah. or a dad, then you know, that would be great if you could, but you can't, you know? And yeah, or if you don't like <laughs> Yeah, that kind of environment, you prefer to work on your own. Always feels
2: very male to me, I have to say. Yeah,
0: Yeah. at my last job there was like a table football table, ping pong table and like a culture that every Friday you just had to go to the pub. Yeah. But that immediately discriminates against people, usually women broadly, who just didn't want to, you know, have like horrible banter on a roof playing ping pong. With the (laughs) lads. And then go and have like four Heinekens at four o'clock. Do
1: you remember when Jeremy Corbyn addressed this? Yeah. And, and <laughs> yeah. it's classic Corbyn in that his intentions were good, yeah. but he did it The so point was badly. right, but he made it in a terrible way. Didn't and it? then the headlines were just, he wants to stop you having drinks after mm. work. But the point he was making was, yeah, it was right. Yeah. That, that sort of thing encourages and advantages a particular kind of person. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just as um, I remember very early in his presidency, Obama was criticised for having those... Um, Let's pick up basketball games, and, and it became a sort of interior circle thing. And and people are sort of pointing out, well, that encourages your inner circle to be sporty jocks that like basketball, mm. and that
2: it doesn't seem like a big deal, but... And it was, it you know, again, if to relate it back to our own organisation, I benefit from that, definitely, because we all used to go to the pub on a Friday afternoon, yeah. and that was a thing that suited me and my lifestyle then. And that is yeah. something we have consciously tried to change, but... You know, it, 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 again, it's it's so subtle, isn't it? It's so um, mm. insidious, really. Which is why, again, it brings me back to the point that I think if you're an organisation and you genuinely want to change, and you should for reasons both ethical and of performance, you have to actively seek to do it and invest, invest in it, I think. Okay, let's go around the room. Uh, taxi for Uber, or what Uber doesn't kill you makes you stronger? <laughs> <laughs> Henry Will.
0: Yeah, taxi for Uber.
2: David Price. Taxi for Uber. Miriam Harris.
3: taxiphobia although I'm not sure what that means.
2: <laughs> Don't worry. You've just, you've just agreed to something that you're now going to have to hold to for the rest of your life. <laughs> just like Brexit all over again. <laughs> Excellent. OK, we'll take a very short break. And when we come back, we're going to be talking about Apple.
0: Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going
1: up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices
2: Welcome to the house of fun, now I've come of age, welcome to the lion's den. David Price, apples normally live in orchards, but <laughs> Apple is off to a spaceship. You dig?
1: There is actually an orchard as well. Of course so there that, is. So that ruins it, I'm mm-hmm. afraid. But um, yeah, Apple has announced that the what was being called the Spaceship Campus, or uh, Apple Campus 2, is actually going to be called Apple Park and is nearly ready. And we've been waiting for a while. It was supposed to be ready in uh, mid-2015. Uh, so it's been delayed and delayed. Uh, and the costs have gone up and gone up. This, um, is, this
2: is Apple's global headquarters.
1: Yes, yes, in uh, Santa Clara in California. So at the moment, they're uh, based in uh, one infinite loop, um, very famous building, but they are moving, they're upscaling to a larger campus um, with more of a sort of countryside feel it's more sort of greenery um so the apple uh apple park as we have to call it uh has been designed by uh, normal foster's company foster and partners i think it is uh, and it's uh, it's amazing and it looks like a spaceship it looks like a flying saucer it's circular <laughs> and it's got uh, it's like a ring it has um, a big green area it's uh, full it's full of, it's full of a green, green area A green area in the middle uh, which contains as i said an orchard and uh, a, a meadow and a pond
3: does it have apples like real ones
1: well i don't know when you say an orchard does yeah. that it's does like that pairs. automatically imply you can know, have a pear orchard can you could mm. you have for example
2: an orange orchard well actually i think technically it's fruit trees because uh, it's no longer the case unfortunately but in my old house when we had multiple fruit trees we technically had an orchard you're, You're looking landowner. You're looking at a landowner, a few well, baron. Oh. Yeah, but <laughs> but then we moved from that small terraced house to another slightly larger terraced house, so <laughs> That's good.
1: Uh, much like Apple in, in that sense. Yes.
2: You upscaled. Yes, to our new um, campus. To your large campus. <laughs> so has
0: this it's... campus been as like, anally designed as the last one? Well,
2: it is a ring. <laughs> oh. Can we cut that out as well? No, no, no. <laughs> this is not increasing gender diversity in the work. <laughs> uh,
1: yes, it is. Um, so uh, all, the, all the interior wood comes don't nope. uh, comes from <laughs> comes from <laughs> comes from one particular species of maple, yeah, which has uh, now died out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, and not only that, but it has to always be the heartwood from yep. each maple. So they throw away the rest of the tree. Because yeah, in, that, in that
0: Steve Jobs uh, biography, the uh, Isaacson one. Is talking about how Jobs obsessed over the building of the last campus, and how that might actually be, or was it even this one? That might
1: be this one because it's been on the cards for many, many years. And when they were doing the early work, um, Steve Jobs asked uh, Foster and Partners that he be con- <laughs> so annoying that he be considered part of the team and not a client. Right. Which I'm sure they were like, oh yes, 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 yes Steve, well Steve, done yes. for that architectural drawing you just did. <laughs> um, just but yeah, a circle <laughs> <with> a stick, <laughs> stick, drawing, and they give to the engineers. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, fix this. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, it's 2.8 uh, million square foot, uh, which is...
0: Uh, is that big? I never know. Well, no, it's, quite, sounds,
1: it's pretty big. Um, big. The Googleplex is more than 3 million square foot. Where's that? Uh, what? Googleplex. Where, Googleplex, you know where Google is. is but, Mountain View? Where is that? Uh, it's the same area, broadly. Yeah, yeah, it's just in I think California. It's also San, yeah, Santa Clara. And um, Microsoft's campus in Redmond is over 8 million square foot. Wow. So they well. do get bigger. Um, but this one looks nicer than the others. It doesn't seem to I mean, returning to this idea you mentioned before about pool tables and basketball and all the rest of it, there seems to be a bit less of that sort of um dot com bubble Mm. nonsense that you get in some of the other places. Um
2: well Google Google's moved away from it for exactly that reason. Like they're quite clear about the fact that they felt it was hindering their diversity agenda in recruitment. So you know, all those things are kind of there, but that's not what they sell. They've also got, even in London, they've got the garden on the roof where people, you know, d- make herbs and they uh, <laughs> make, make herbs, grow that's herbs, so great. Uh, and uh, <laughs> <laughs> and the restaurants which you can use at any time. Um, you know, which is intended to. It was a slightly strange line to tread, but it's intended to make people, people's family, because they can bring their family in to use the restaurants. Hey. But it does also encourage people to work long hours. That's interesting,
0: yeah, because Jobs was always big on collaborative space and he always wanted Apple's buildings to be like huge open corridors that people from like. Hence the circle, isn't it? Yeah, so you'd walk around and bump into like teams who you wouldn't normally work with and sort of like, I don't know, whatever they want to say, like grow ideas. Yeah, the software and
2: the hardware, you know, for That's one example of But it does reflect organisations, doesn't it? Because then you've got, you know, you say Microsoft, which is in Redmond, is huge. And that, that is very much the case with Microsoft, but I would imagine it's a slightly different vibe in the building. Amazon, famously, re, I mean, in the same area um, as Microsoft, really stripped back. Nothing you, know, nothing, you have to buy your own coffee and uh, drinks and stuff like that. Yeah, and, free books, though. And the idea is. <laughs> <true>. no, seriously, <laughs> yeah. but but like The idea through. is that you. So, yeah, absolutely. As with all organisations, they want you to be a customer of the organisation you work for, but they want you to think value and yield all the time. So. I mean, it's also quite tight, but it's it's about being functional and utilitarian. Apple's about design, right? Apple is a design company, essentially. Yeah. Um, well,
1: it's a statement of values. It, it took me back to the um, the Apple Store. You remember when they. First came out with the Apple Store, and it seemed like an absolutely mad idea at the time because yeah. everybody was moving out of bricks and mortar. But really, it was just one big advert for the company. It was a statement of their values that says, we are about premium and design. And well, it's also Apple Stores are
2: also the most lucrative transactional space in the US. They, they overtook Best Buy years ago. And again... It is the same of values, but what's really smart? It is a really smart use of space as well, because there is no till for you to go to. So yeah. you you can buy anywhere as long as that person can get to you, and it, and it works. You know yeah. that the the process to purchase is so much easier and more attractive. So it's kind of that's a very Apple thing. I'm not, you know the headquarters may not be, but but the stores are designed in a way that yes, says we are Apple, and it's all about this kind of lifestyle and 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 these design values. But it's also about Ringing money out of your pockets and it's very yeah,
0: successful it's, it's very clever I went into the yeah the Apple store in Regent Street has been redone recently and there's huge trees in there and everyone's really nice <laughs> you say that like yeah. that's like um,
1: they're trying to get We're money on. off you
0: yeah no I no, no. I, suppose they are, I don't know what they are and they did but um, how dare
2: they be nice I know
0: I know what would it's a trick <laughs> what would the ideal IDG office look like would we have an orchard
2: it's like the office we've got now we, 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 we obviously we sort of have got an, we've got some plants on the balcony <sighs> We've got an orchard uh, to Adrian Adrian grows a little chili, doesn't he? He does grow chilies, yes. (laughs) Um. We're not not allowed toasters, though. We're not... Low, are we not allowed to toasters?
0: Chris, uh, Chris Norman, going to name and shame, says we can't, <laughs> can't have toasters because it's a fire hazard. Wow. So our bread remains soft.
1: I don't really agree with the idea of breakfast in the office anyway, though. I think you should That's have breakfast true, when you wake up, yeah. then yes. go to work.
0: Are you disgusted 100%. as we all slurp our porridge not at disgusting, not No, I just, I, I
2: just sort of... I feel like I couldn't do that. I we had that uh, work experience guy at that time who I was eating my cereal at my desk and... He, he was he just couldn't get his head round. Right. Like, so you knew that <laughs> when I mean, it was sort of, it was work experience rather than internship, so it was like his first time in office. But you knew that he was going to go back to his school and be like, they would say, "What was it like?" And he'd be like, "They had cereal at their desk." <laughs> <laughs>
0: well, it was this kid like fifteen and yeah. was like very entrenched in routine? Basically, and he was like, "Who's yeah. this Joker?"
2: Yeah, well, this, is
1: what he like, he? this is getting used to office life.
2: that yeah. he, he had no idea that's how it was. So these people who are going to Apple or Google or whatever. They're going to think it's all about. You know, leisure time and yeah. collaboration—it's like, com- it's it's like, yeah. like this grinding misery. It's like—is it
0: Virgin it. who, uh, Richard Branson always shouts about how his, his employees have unlimited holiday, but then they, they actually do contractually, but none of them use it. Yeah, of course. Yeah. So it,
2: it creates a culture. Of, it's like again, it's like uh, I suspect it's a bit like the the Google unlimited free food thing. It's intended. <laughs> <laughs> I would do so well there. Well, yeah, completely. <laughs> and it sounds brilliant, but what it's intended as a lifestyle balancing thing. But what mm. happens is, in order to see your family, you invite them in and they eat with you, and then you go back to work. Kind of thing. That's kind
1: of sinister, isn't it? I don't yeah. like the And idea. An
2: unlimited holiday is yeah. classically that, isn't it? Because yeah. if you haven't got a number to take, you're not going to take the number. So then it actually becomes a race to see who can take the least amount of holiday.
0: Yeah. yeah.
1: Hmm. There's a the thing about skeletons in um in tech headquarters I noticed. The Amazon headquarters, it may be stripped back, but they have a, a bear skeleton. because uh, right. you know, they have like a visitor tour at the Amazon hmm. headquarters and that's supposed to show that they learn from their mistakes because um that was sold on Amazon what's it called? Auctions, that thing they had for a bit and it got replaced, it didn't work. Um, and it got replaced with Amazon Marketplace or whatever. Yeah, so they were, they were um, competing
2: with eBay at one point, and then yeah, now eBay exactly. wants to compete with So a
1: exactly.
0: big dead bear is to remind them that... Well, I suppose it has elements <laughs> that. But yeah, at one point you
1: could buy... I mean, somebody did buy a bear skeleton. Yeah, I think I remember that. Um, and there's a dinosaur skeleton at the Googleplex as
2: well. There used to be, um, when our founder, Patrick McGovern, was alive, In his in his office he had a fake Patrick McGovern. Uh, which he used to sit <laughs> at his desk, uh, which you could see from MIT, which all of our profits go to fund. Um, and the, his idea, a slightly eccentric man, was that if anybody at MIT looked up, they'd see him looking down at them, earning money for them, so they'd work harder on their research. And sometimes they see that there were two. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's working really hard to that. I reckon he really just use it for one of those car-sharing lanes. <laughs> yeah. He'd
1: tuck it under the under the duvet when he wanted to sneak
2: out for a midnight snack Ferris Bueller style good all right let's go around the room uh spaceship or waste of space Henry Burrell.
0: Ah, I quite like it spaceship
2: David Price. uh yeah, I love it spaceship Miriam harris spaceship wow it's very positive we're 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 really on trend today we're agreeing with each other a little bit too much Let's see if we can break that in the <laughs> in the final section I am sailing. I am sailing home again, cross the MWC. Uh, <laughs> Wondering where he was going <laughs> that. Took a long way to get there. Meandering. <laughs> yeah, Henry Burrell, you're off to Barcelona on Sunday, and what are you going to see?
0: Hopefully more renditions of that. Um, yeah, Mobile World Congress is coming up. Yeah. Um, Every year, it does the same. Um, It's become, um, in the media, kind of um, a very consumer-focused event. But, um, I mean, when you actually go there, it's a very B2B event, really. Um, There are are thousands upon thousands of companies there vying for uh, floor space um, and various sort of food stalls. But um, what we cover are the handsets, so I'm going to try not to break any NDAs. But uh, there should be a fair few coming out. Um, Tell us about them. Well... Uh, BlackBerry, LG, Huawei, Motorola, Nokia and Sony will all release phones or announce phones So on a very busy Sunday.
2: As ever, there's no Apple there. No, uh, they've Samsung? got too many oh, to Samsung you mentioned. <laughs> uh
0: Samsung will be there, but uh, the phone that probably most people are excited about this year, the S8, won't be there. Okay. Um, we, we think they'll be announcing a tablet instead.
2: And we've had the news from OnePlus already this year.
0: Yeah, OnePlus, uh, they will simmer away for a bit until later in the year, I think.
2: So which of these ones that we're going to find out about MWC are you most excited about? I
0: so? love a BlackBerry, as do you. Uh, I don't think that it matters anymore. I don't fans. think it matters anymore, though. But it will be the sec, note fourth, fourth BlackBerry with Android on it. Are you, are you really good BlackBerry fans? Yeah. yeah, Matt is. Yeah, I mean we don't use them, but we, like, make, we like the idea of them.
2: They, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. well, they're all just. Hugely expensive, but they make really good, they've never stopped making really good handsets. Yeah, the
0: hardware is amazing, but BlackBerry 10 is dead on its ass yeah. as a uh, operating system. So they're doing what is codenamed, and we already know this actually because they previewed it at CES. Uh, they're doing something that LG is doing by actually not really trying to hide what they're doing to drum up um, sort of, it's kind of like a double bluff. They've just kind of already announced it at CES, but there was no press conference. And now on the Saturday, unfortunately we can't go, press conference the, for the BlackBerry Mercury as it's codenamed. And it's got like a keyboard, and it runs full Android.
2: Is it named after Freddie Mercury?
0: Uh, or the planet, I don't know. Or the, the god. All, of all the substance you shouldn't drink.
2: <laughs> all of the above. Yeah. I hope it's Freddie. There. I hope you can get a little sort of moustache case. <laughs>
0: <laughs> don't think it's Queen <laughs> affiliated. Little, <laughs> little uh, yellow leather jacket. I mean, BlackBerry are kind of <laughs> grasping at straws, so they could they could, <laughs> <laughs> they could pull. Listen, Brian I'm, May out the back.
2: I've I've played on. Two different, in different towns, uh, um, uh, queen-themed slot machines. Right, wonder where you were going with that. (laughs) (laughs) So, you know, we know that the lads are up for a brand extension. I'm just saying, Blackberry, give them a call.
0: We might. Um, uh, <laughs> LG, LG has also done a weird thing where they've sent out several press releases in the past week um, confirming different aspects of the phone without actually announcing it. So we know it's called the G6. We kind of know what it's going to look like because of a leak that they didn't want. Um, and we know how big the screen will be and everything. It's going to have a taller 18 by 9 screen. So that's pretty exciting. Uh, LG what, makes good phones, right? They do make good phones. They're just struggling to capture the European market. Yeah. They're very big in Korea.
2: Also, I don't like the fact that they really rebranded the LG as life's good when it used to mean lucky gold star lucky gold star yeah stick to lucky gold star right (laughs) <laughs> right. <laughs> it is a
0: little bit more... I think Lask is um, more just their, like, uh, their slogan, isn't it? Yeah. It's not actually the company name.
2: But they, they don't like it if you refer to them as Lucky Gold Star. No.
3: I'm sure they don't. <laughs> where, uh,
0: why not?
1: Where are they from? Why are they called Lucky Gold Star? It's oh, uh, a terrible name. It's South
0: Korean, and it's because the original company in the 50s was put together by two different companies. One was called Gold Star, and one was called like Luck A, or whatever, and the westernised... It was like two Korean words. And I worked. feel like
2: I've stumbled onto the world <laughs> leading That's expert it. on LG name They thought it would uh, play really well. And it, I suspect it maybe did in the US in the early days. But um,
0: Yeah. yeah. then they only rebranded it in like, the 80s. So yeah. they were called that up until up then.
2: Lucky gold star. That's good uh, one. <laughs> I've changed <laughs> my mind. I like it now. Cool.
0: Huawei well, will we'll have another phone, but they always do. Uh, Motorola <laughs> Motorola, <laughs> Motorola G5 probably will
2: come out. So that could be exciting. G5's good, yeah. If it's the right... Because most had have great success with relatively low price, really good handsets. Yeah,
0: it'll be a decent phone. It'll be like 150 quid probably, mm. and they'll do well with that. Uh, Nokia, I know Neil covered it on the pod the other day. They're going to go through a nostalgia um, fest with the 3310, but I'm not that bothered about that. They will probably, hopefully, announce their rumoured high end Android phone.
2: Um, so that's pretty smart though, if you think about it, because yeah. they'll get lots of headlines about the 3310. And then slip in the fact that they've actually got a proper product that's yeah.
0: out there. They, they, that may not be announced, though, but we think right. there might actually be four Nokia phones um, announced, which is pretty crazy. But they're doing what BlackBerry did, and it's not actually Nokia designing it. They're outsourcing. Yeah, but That's just the detail, isn't it? <laughs> uh, and Sony, Lucky will, gold star. Sony will <laughs> Sony will Sony prob- will probably have tons of phones with baffling names Should we call you Lucky Gold um, oh, Yeah, oh, if you wouldn't mind you just a drop a your Sony phone do my Sony phone anymore. Yeah so- right, Sony always compl- unlucky gold star <laughs> Sony confound us with uh, tons of handset releases week, With X's and, week and Z's and- X's and Z's and numbers everywhere They might uh, switch back to a six month flagship update cycle which is insane Imagine if you had a new iPhone every six months. That's what Sony does. And it's wondering why it's not working. <laughs>
1: yeah.
2: Yeah. People just don't update that often anymore, do they? Uh
0: No, especially if they I mean, own not nearly,
2: but yeah. yeah. It's a bit weird because a, a few years ago, I mean, like probably three or four years ago, Sony had a brief period where the Xperia phones were really, because Sony is oh, yeah, a brand name. It. Yeah. It, it resonates in a way that only really Apple and Samsung do you know, in, in different markets. I think they are losing that with new generations of yeah, consumers completely. though
0: because like the Z3, that was amazing. It was yeah. waterproof, it was affordable and then the small one, the compact, had the same specs as the flagship that was such a good model uh, and they've ruined it now. <laughs> um, only one of their phones is waterproof um, and the thing that they used to really differentiate on which was two-day battery life pretty much and waterproofing uh they kind of let it go, and now they're trying to play catch up with something that they basically brought to market, which is really annoying. Well, and uh, also to they, watch.
2: they like the Xperia Z3. Was it Z3? You just said, yeah. Uh, it was it was like like this Sony I've got, which, and, and again I don't know the brand name. Z5, Z5. Thank you. It's right, but it's big square kind of and and like deliberately sort of slightly chunky. Yeah. In a way that again really works because it was against every, the way everything else was going, and it you know it's really comfortable in the pocket and what have you, but it. It looks and feels different to some other phones, but they've also slightly rolled back on that as well. I think. Yeah, they
0: have a bit. I think they're gonna. We're probably likely to see more of a Samsung-esque edge-to-edge display. That's Everyone's true. loving that at the moment. I mean, yeah, as as I referenced, the Samsung S8, which will probably be announced in March. It's gonna have a probably rumored 6.2 inch screen, which is insane, um, and it's gonna probably cost thousands. But they'll probably they'll probably sell a bucket load. But MWC is an event. I mean, I, <laughs> I mean, we go for the handsets, like I said. But the way I was looking at the way it's marketed to the B two B space, and it just doesn't mean anything. The uh, they have a tagline every year. They have had for a few years now. Uh, this year's Mobile World Congress twenty seventeen. The next element. <laughs> and then last last year it was Mobile is everything. Mm-hmm. Year before that it was the edge of innovation. Oh, I is think that basically really wearable uh, Yeah, they have wearables there. They announced the S. Oh, I'm going to get it wrong now. No, they announced the wear the Samsung wearables usually at IFA. There's a smattering of wearables. A couple of years ago it was a massive deal, but it's not now. I think
2: it used to be, and maybe it still is. You, you, but I haven't been for years. But it was about like the the business that was done there was networks getting together yeah. and you know um, uh, standardized standardizations groups, and it was really B two B. It was about yeah. you know people actually deciding to buy mid and low level handsets for their network to sell. You
0: know. Yeah, I would, I would, I would hazard a guess that it's probably becoming slightly less important as a meeting place, but thousands of meetings go on there. I mean, when you go, sometimes the handset thing kind of feels like a sideshow because yeah. there are just so many meetings. And also, they like say they call it tracks of like um, conversations about five G, which doesn't actually exist yet. I think MWC is basically waiting until five G is a thing, and then they can really actually talk about it. Because mm-hmm. every year they call it things like you know the next element or <laughs> resurrection or. 6G. Die harder, whatever. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, no, it should be interesting. Um, That's not to do it a disservice. It's it's a lot of fun, and the handset guys come out in force and usually, uh, by competing with each other, tend to shake it up a little bit because smartphones have got a little bit boring.
2: Well, we will be no doubt awarding our best in show. Yes, we will be there
0: handing out various small placards to people. Uh, Posing for awkward photos. Well, I was going to yes, say, if yeah. you're
2: interested in that kind of thing, if you're interested in awkward photos of Henry yeah. shaking hands with people... Yeah,
0: slide into my DMs and I will awkwardly shake your hand. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> at, <laughs> at a tech advisor is the place to go. What about you guys, Miriam, uh, David? Do you, do you have any interest in MWC? I wish I could go because it's in Barcelona. but <laughs> Other than
3: that... Same. Yeah.
2: (laughs) It's not like when we used to go on trips, David. They actually do work nowadays. What?
0: On a Sunday and everything.
2: This is none of that you insisting that we go to Hooters and (laughs) 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 that.
0: None of this is true. Uh.
2: Some of it's true. Well,
1: it's it's true in the sense that somebody else insisted. But Is it not true that David opinion. took his Xbox to Las Vegas? It's true
2: that he rang a hotel and asked if he would be allowed to take his Xbox in order that he had have... something to do in the evening.
1: And yet and yet this year, Chris, Chris has been trying to get this plan to take the, the Nintendo... What's it name? The Switch.
0: Switch. Yeah. I always call it If it Connect? exists. If it does exist, exist, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it could be. I'm about to check. <laughs>
2: What would it be, under embargo and all that? Yeah. Oh, God. We'll ask. We'll get this out. Cut it all out. all right. That might be the best idea. Okay, let's go around the room. Uh, Phone home or give a starving dog a rubber bone. (laughs) What? (laughs) It was in a rush. Uh, Henry Burrell. Which one's good? Phone home. (laughs) Phone home. David Price. I'm going to give a starving dog a rubber bone. Yes. Although it won't actually help, will it? Because if it's starving... Exactly, that's why it's a
0: bad thing. I yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, you're trolling
2: the dog, <laughs> mm-hmm. um, <I'm> Harris. <laughs>
3: yeah, I'd say that one too, but I can't remember you goes. have to say
2: it. Give a starving dog, give a starving
3: rubber bone. dog a rubber bone.
2: Excellent. Well, I'm glad we've cleared up everything. So, uh, <laughs> thanks for listening to this edition of the UK Tech Weekly Podcast. Uh, do get in touch. Let us know your thoughts and opinions. Uh, tweet us at UK Tech Podcast or go to uh, at Tech Advisor to see Henry shaking hands with various. Smartphone dignitaries. <laughs> um, we'll be back next week with more informed opinion on the hottest topics in tech. Uh, until then, say goodbye, guys. Bye. Bye. Goodbye. UK Tech Weekly Podcast. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why
0: Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at fifty to eighty percent less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just sixty bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to
2: create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter.